everyone, welcome back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, or you might know me as Kim Chi on stage. I am currently, you know, a little bit sleep deprived this week. Um, at the time of recording, I've been working at the club all week, but I am up early to get this fun packed interview on taxes on this really freaking cool new startup called Piper. I'll be interviewing its founder, Paige, who I'll be introducing in just a few minutes. But if you're brand new here, welcome to the show. I am a dancer, as I just mentioned. I've also a I've also been a sugar baby a long, 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 long time ago. And I am also a digital content creator. So of course, as sex workers, we dabble in a lot of different things and try to find the right fit and stuff. So I've been around for the past like eight years and I started this show a few years ago because I think it's really important to tell sex worker stories, um, humanize them, share their experiences and destigmatize our work because it is important work that we are doing and it needs to be legitimized. So that's just a little bit about me. Every week uh, we bring on a new guest including Paige, as I just mentioned just now, who we'll be getting uh, we'll be getting into that just shortly. I just want to shout out a few of our brand new subscribers on Patreon. So Arip Sarkar, we have Justin Erickson, Jay Sunsern, and brand, brand new Stefan Checks. Thank you so, so much for subscribing. They're on our top tier on Patreon, which you can actually view the video of this particular interview and also all the ones from season four. So be sure to subscribe on that. Links in the show notes below. And that's enough of me talking about me and promoting shit. So <laughs> I am very <laughs> If you're hearing some giggles in the background, that is from none other, the beautiful founder of Piper, which is your not-so-typical accountant because, hey, it is tax season right now. <laughs> it's tax season. And if you haven't filed your taxes yet, um, including myself, I have not done that yet. We still have a little bit of time to go. So I'm just – I'd like, just like to interview and introduce – Paige from Piper, our founder of Piper. Um, and sex workers listening, you might want to listen to this. So Paige, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on. So excited to have you. Thank you so, so much. Uh, I know you're uh, one hour ahead of time here. Thank you so much for your time. Cannot wait to get into this whole episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, so thank excited you. to have you. I feel like I said a little bit about you. I'm Definitely going to be getting to know you during the episode. Um, but would you like to give the audience a brief rundown on who you are and what it is that you do? And of course, we're going to get into the details of Piper, but feel free to introduce yourself to the audience. Say hi. Yeah. Hi, guys. My name is Paige. Um, I currently live between Toronto and Calgary, but I'm from Toronto. I moved here just before the pandemic, so right in time to make no friends. Oh <laughs> yeah, so, but it's been amazing. I love it here. Um, and I just launched Piper, which is not your typical accountant uh, for the modern day creator. And we just launched just over a month ago. It's been about six months actively working on it with developers, designers, the whole spiel. But it first came to me actually last tax season. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, congratulations on the launch. 
I am so excited and love, love, love hearing of all these new emerging women-led startups. So huge congratulations. And what I think you're doing for the industry is, is awesome because it's so freaking hard to find a good accountant. Yes. <laughs> it's so yes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's 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 one it's hard because of our profession what we do it's a highly stigmatized thing and also it's just i mean overwhelming <laughs> totally totally it is not easy and the reality is no one teaches you about finances in school no and you know society relies on your parents to teach you this or how to pay taxes or how to build credit and all that stuff but a lot of our parents don't have the tools to, to teach their children. Um, I know my parents did, so I had to learn, you know, the hard way. Um, so I think it's really important to have a resource and TurboTax and all these other tax services are great, but for people that need a bit of handholding like myself and constant communication and transparency, um, Piper is the one for you. So excited. I'm, we're going to get into that really, really quickly. Um, Gosh, yeah. So like anyone listening, if you need taxes done, you, you're going to have to listen really, really carefully on this because, yeah, I mean, like it's just oh, it, tax season. It rolls around this time of year. People get overwhelmed. People don't know where to start. And like, you know, some people haven't done their taxes and stuff too. And like there's a lot of shame and stigma around that, uh, which is unnecessary. There's no – there doesn't have to be any shame around that as all well, – at all but like you know where where can you get started and like I mean you yourself had trouble finding um a good accountant you said last year so oh my gosh so I guess I'll get into a bit of like how Piper started and I guess kind of tips and tricks to get people organized sure so I actually had an unfortunate event um I had an accountant become very unprofessional with me. Oh no! Actually came on to me, and you know when I rejected that, obviously I was humiliated, mortified, disgusted, everything. But when I rejected that, I received a bill of an extra four thousand dollars. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. So I um, have an incorporation. A corporation. Sorry. And usually I'm like, I'm very transparent. So usually every year I pay about 3000 mm-hmm. to get everything together, whatever. Why was it this year? It was 7,000. Yeah, seriously. That, so, like, took yeah, so that was, yeah, that was very difficult. Obviously I did not pay it, which is like so unlike me. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, of course. Um, but I stood my ground. I was like, I'll pay you for the work that you've done, but this added $4,000 that he couldn't justify. Like I asked for certain certain dates and and times of when I'm getting billed, what I'm getting billed for. Couldn't come up with a legit sheet for that. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So Piper, I was like, wow, this is such a shitty situation. Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to want to go through this. And as I actually started talking with more and more accountants, and I had this idea, I had this idea come to me in the shower, like Piper, mm-hmm. where everyone's best ideas come in the shower alone. Always. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then I started, so I started 
you know, thinking about Piper, the direction I wanted to go with it, um, and all that stuff. And then I started calling different accountants and, and finding out, you know, have you ever filed for a dancer? Have you ever filed for an OnlyFans creator? Have you ever filed for, you know, content creators, all these things. And I remember this one conversation I had with this person, I'm not even going to call him a gentleman (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Barry. And I was like, you know, have you ever filed for content creators? Do you know what Instagram is? Do you know what YouTube is? Do you know what OnlyFans is? Have you ever filed for adult entertainers or dancers? And as soon as I brought like a sex work aspect to it, he's like, well, no, I haven't, but I'd be comfortable and I can probably just trade services. And my (laughs) jaw dropped on the phone and I'm like, how can you be so cool and comfortable? Like just saying that whether you meant it as a joke, whether you didn't, whether you're serious, like we have a problem. That's disgusting. It's so gross. And you think about it and you think about, you know, the amount of power and nobody talks about this, that accountants do have over your finances, right? They do have that power. And when you're maybe young or you, you know, you don't really know how to file your taxes or you don't know how it works, you kind of just go with whatever they say. Yeah, it's true. That's why you hire a professional. Exactly. But I started finding that, yeah, there's a lot of unprofessional professionals out there. And um, actually, just last month, I had a conversation with a CPA in Vancouver Mm -hmm. who's telling me these horror stories about how, like, clients have told her this, that other accountants have told the clients Um, don't even bother about looking at the books. Like you're not going to understand it. You're not going to understand your spreadsheet for your business. So why are you even bothering with that? Like you have no idea. And straight up say that to the client. Oh my God. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Audacity. Seriously. Oh my gosh. I I can't even imagine ever saying that to a client, you know? No. I mean, I really built Piper with the intention of educating. That's where, you know, my passion lies is just educating people about finances, how to reach their goals, that kind of thing. And after talking to a lot of accountants, unfortunately, the, and as one of my um, Piper partners, my CPAs have told me in New York, she said, you know, Paige, a lot of the older CPAs, they don't want to deal with crypto. They don't want to get deal with OnlyFans. They don't want to deal with YouTube. They don't even want to deal with Shopify because it's a whole different system. So they're not really willing to get with the times. Yeah. No kidding. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so shocking to me. Like it's really crazy. You either jump on board or you're left behind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel just like finances and like financial services and institutions, they're pretty old school in general. And like a lot of it is like old boys club and totally. that kind of perspective. You know what I mean? Totally. And they don't, And, you know, and also they don't understand the modern day hustle. They don't understand why people don't want to do a nine to five. They don't understand freelance. They don't understand really entrepreneurship. Um, They don't understand 
OnlyFans or creators. And I mean, everything is a business in itself. Like I, you know, you're an OnlyFans creator. You're still a business owner. You're still an entrepreneur. You know, if you're a YouTuber, you're still an entrepreneur. You're still a business owner. And it's not viewed like that, unfortunately. Right. I feel like a lot of – well, I'm I'm just saying from my experience too, some accountants that I know are just used to, you know, the, the typical person working a civ job and they just submit their one T4 and it's just yeah. like <laughs> – it's very simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I mean, you're just plugging and playing numbers, right? But like when it comes to independent contracting and freelancing and, you know, um, multiple income streams, that's where I think it can get uh, a bit more complicated, uh, like overwhelming for myself to do my own taxes. And that's why I seek out an accountant. But maybe they're just lazy or just <laughs> don't want to deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually, that's a part of, um, so all of the Piper partners, which are um, CPAs, which are accountants, um, they actually go through, I put them through an ethics um, and sensitivity training to deal with um, people that are um, creators, people that are like cam models, dancers, mm-hmm. different different industries. And I actually list in there saying, be aware Income is going to come from different streams, whether that's PayPal, Cash App, Zelle, wire transfers, they buy a house, which happens, you know, creators are gifted or anybody is gifted a house or a business or businesses. So I'm like, please be aware, you know, when you are asking the client about the income and the, you know, Ask, is it all the income streams? Ask specifically, what about PayPal? Did you receive anything from PayPal? Did you receive anything from Cash App or Venmo? And uh, really account for that. Wow. Yeah, that's really, really important because then um, going back to your own personal experience and my own personal experience too, and I'm sure a lot of others too, like trust is a huge thing with accountants because as you mentioned, they control a lot. And I think it's really important to to build that trust and I'm curious to see like how are you how are you sourcing these CPAs how do you like I know we mentioned off the air like um you you have a specific vetting process which I'm really really curious about hearing do you mind going into that and elaborating Yeah so um as of right now I have a team of about 15 to 20 Wow. Yeah, which is amazing. That's and, huge. You know, yeah, it, I mean, Piper started with an idea, so it's it's been amazing watching it grow and like going through the growing pains and <laughs> and really making it come to life. But I handpick all the CPAs. So sometimes I've done job postings. Sometimes it's been referral. Sometimes it's been um, Facebook groups for accountants. So oh, everybody wow. has kind of. I put them through about two rounds of interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, I do them myself. I also do a background check. I also kind of do my thing on social media, see if they're all active on there. Um, And then if I deem that they're the right fit and their values are the same as ours, then I onboard them. And then I put them through the ethics and sensitivity training package, which basically, I mean, there's a huge... There's a few different aspects to it, but um, like, for example, in that package, it's like, 
you know, don't refer to clients as porn stars. Maybe refer to them as cam models. See what terms they like to use for themselves. Go based off of that. You know, some people don't mind being called the stripper, but some people want to be called a dancer. Some people want to be called an exotic dancer. So be aware of what terms you use, as well as prono- pronouns, she, he, they, them, um, that kind of thing, as well as I'm trying to think here. And then in that sensitivity, there's also again, like we talked about, just highlighting different income sources. I highlight in there different sites that they might be using, um, different kind of different aspects of their life, how they're feeling already vulnerable. Yeah. Be patient, take your time, educate. Education is the foundation of Piper. And then I literally leave off on that package with don't be an asshole. (laughs) that's true and that's important (laughs) every um and then once the uh the accountant or the professional because we do have lawyers on Mm -hmm. board as well um is reviewed or or is finished with their services with the client and then the client actually is reviews them i reach out to the client say how's your experience with so-and-so um they write out of five stars you need to keep at least four uh, stars to be oh. able to Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Like mediocrity. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my gosh, Paige. This sounds amazing. Like, it really demonstrates to me that you've really thought about everything. Like, you're really looking at the big picture here. And it, it really, like, it shows. It really shows how much care you put into this. I'm, it's like I'm my little passion project and it's just something I'm very passionate about. It definitely shows. So like, I'm so excited to hear this and I'm also really interested um, because you're also mentioning when you are uh, sourcing and finding a Piper, sorry, Piper, Piper partners. Yeah. You, you wanted them to be in line with Piper's values. And I'm curious to hear more about that. Like what are Piper's values? Yeah. So, um, I mean, education, like I've said, is the first and foremost transparency, um, respect, um, and really just walking through the client through their finances as well as autonomy. And that's pretty much like Piper's values, just trust, transparency, yeah, they're all great and things. The clients very in a very vulnerable state. I mean, you know, yes. with the stigma, whether I mean they're a freelancer or maybe they're a sex worker, just stigma in general. Stigma from not filing taxes. Stigma from being late with your your taxes. Stigma from sex work. Yeah. I mean, it's there's judgment all around, and we are a totally judgment free company. We don't care about your hustle. We just care about your finances, your goals, and making sure that you're you have what you need to pay your taxes. I love that. I love that because, like as you mentioned, you're like, oh yeah, you know, they might refer themselves as a dancer or you know a stripper, blah blah blah. Like it's not a one size fits all approach, and it can't be. So exactly, and and taxes can't be either. No. In general, no. right? So when people are like, oh, like, well, how about this or how about that? Or what about bookkeeping for this? I say, there is no one size fits all here. <laughs> we work with you to figure out what works for you. 
Totally. I mean, and in terms of like what works for you, uh, I know that there are different tax packages that Piper offers. Um, I'd love for you to go into that if you wanted to speak a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So um, we actually just added a 30 minute consult, oh, sweet. Uh, which has been a um, in demand option for people that want, want a bit of clarity before committing to a package. Mm-hmm. We have our Piper Express, which is our $4.99 package. And that's basically just a very simple filing. Um, that's primarily one income stream. Mm-hmm. Um not many investments, not like multiple houses and stuff like that. And then we get into the Piper Pro, which is more extensive. That covers more incorporation, corporations, escorts, mm-hmm. like that's for the U.S. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more complicated. And then we also offer bookkeeping. Oh, okay. There we go. And we'll be adding a few other services like legal professionals. I mean, I have a few wow. amazing lawyers on the team. And we'll be adding a few um, options with that very soon. Oh my gosh! You just wow! You're just—I'm <laughs> sure by the time this episode airs, you probably have would have launched something else or another service too, which is <laughs> awesome. You're just like continuing on this hustle, which I think is is great. It's so so excellent. Um, can you? I know you. I think you briefly mentioned it, but can you elaborate? Like, what are the costs on these packages, and like, how do you match someone up? I mean, like, it just depends on on what their income is, I guess, if I'm understanding yeah, correctly. So we, we've kind of given, um, and I just want to say, we are not the cheapest. We are absolutely not the cheapest on the market. TurboTax is, is out there for $29.99 <laughs> and that's totally fine. But we are more of like a available 24-7. Uh, we have Piper reps. And basically, those are kind of like customer service reps. They're available 24-7. You have any questions, we answer it. We really want to do like a more curated hand-holding process. Right. So that's why our prices are the way they are. We're doing $4.99 for Piper Express, which is your personal tax return, or in the States, it's an LLC. Um, The Piper Pro, which is more extensive, that's an S-Corp or a corporation in Canada, that's uh, $1,500. And your Piper partner for bookkeeping is $300 a month. And then then our 30-minute consultation is $45. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I think it's all fair, though, because, like, this is a niche service and you're catering to not only sex workers, but creators entertainers and I think it's it's you're you're casting a good wide net but also very specific too and we're cutting the bullshit as well of having to source a a good worthy judgment-free accountant so people listening have to understand that as well like it's not like again even the way that you were connecting your own business page it's not like a one-size-fits-all too in that approach as well so Exactly. Yeah. So we kind of done um, just kind of general pricing based on the market. And mm-hmm. again, all of our Piper partners are CPAs. So they are the highest level of accountant that you can have. Um, they're very versed in all different industries, but specifically th- this uh, industry that Piper focuses on, which is content creation, modern day money making, that kind of thing, not the traditional nine to five. 
So they're very versed on write-offs with that. What's going to work? What's not going to work? Um, so I personally, I, you know, and I've had a lot of conversations is it's the, you never want to mess up your finances with the CRA no. or the IRS. <laughs> like that is no. just something you want to do. <laughs> and that is very scary. As soon as you get, you know, it, it makes you nervous when you get an audit, <laughs> a notice of yes. needing to be audited or yeah. any of those things, right? Like there is anxiety that is inflicted there. So we always say seeking a professional. Right. It's just really, really smart. You want to get it right <laughs> the first time because I actually just had a friend. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, hopefully the only time you have to file your taxes. But like I literally had a friend who's actually not in the industry, um, but she got selected for an audit because then she's in sales and sales is kind of similar to independent contracting too. Like you run it like your own business and she got audited and she's just going through hell right now. So yeah, you just, it sounds horrible. And I would just say everyone would like to, you know, try to avoid that, like the plague. Yes. <laughs> so. yes. yes. You don't want, you don't want <laughs> no, no. Um, going back on something that you said too. Um, I know we haven't gone over this yet, but you mentioned uh, you have CPAs both in Canada and the States. Is this who are you are servicing? Yes. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So um, when we first launched, I wanted it to first launch in Canada and the U.S. And actually, we have more clients in the U.S. than Canada, which is what? surprising because we're a Canadian-based yeah. company. Yeah, which is amazing. Um, I don't know if it's more people like I don't know what the factor is um so yeah it's been amazing a lot of clients in the U.S. and then which is cool seeing because it's like oh so and so from Tennessee so and so from Kentucky so and so and all these places I just like never really just yeah envisioned <laughs> I guess for Piper, like just, I don't know. Yeah. I just launched it, right? Like, so I'm like thinking oh, New York or yes. California. I was just seeing like all, these, all the states, really. Um, but my goal for next year is to definitely launch in the UK. We've gotten oh, a wow. lot of um, love from yeah. the UK and wanting our services there. Um, and then, yeah. Oh global. my God, take over the world. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, like, I guess, like, your your challenge would be trying to uh, source CPAs from each country or region and yeah. stuff, too, and trying to find people that can do the job correctly. But, I mean, it sounds like you've got your vetting process, like, down-packed. Um, it, it sounds like it's freaking flourishing and thriving right now. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so happy yeah. to hear that. Great. Um, I know you were mentioning, too, like – do you ever say no to clients or like, is there ever a time when it's not a right fit? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I told, I'm, I myself am very transparent and I put that into Piper completely. And I want to be transparent when we know that we can't fill a need for somebody. Um, I actually had someone reach out a couple of days ago and I mean, the person's finances are amazing, but multiple corporations, 
um, investment properties, a lot of complicated right. things, um, stuff in New York, stuff in California, wow. stuff kind of all, all over the place. And I was transparent. I said, you know, we just launched. I would love to help you, but I don't think that we're mm -hmm. the right fit. And I think you will get more value from a bigger name like mm -hmm. KPMG, um, which is more worse in uh, corporate right. stuff. Right. So... I never want to take on a client that I know right. that I can't help. Because that doesn't do anyone no. any good. You know no. what I mean? Um, <laughs> I want them to be happy. I want them to be happy with our service. And I'm just honest when it, when we can't when we can't help them, and I don't think that there's any shame. And I I know there there's a lot of business owners that are like, oh, just paint the business, yeah. just paint the business, but. That's not what Piper no. is. Yeah. No, that's so good to hear too. Because sometimes people just see dollar signs and they're like, "Oh, we'll just, we'll just take it and it's money." Um, but if you're not going to deliver, yeah. And the reality is, it, with this business, you can't just figure it out. It, you're dealing with people's finances. You're dealing with their personal lives. Yes. There's so much on the line, and I don't want to mess any of no. that. Because there's definitely potential to fuck things up, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. You don't want to get involved. I mean, another aspect of this too, because I'm—I mean, every year I try to do an episode on taxes. But um, do you offer services for illegal work? I know that's always a a black, white, and black and white area. So as of right now, we do not offer um, any services for full service sex mm -hmm. workers. And it's not because I don't want to. I want to put that mm -hmm. out there. I am very pro-sex mm -hmm. work. Um, I believe in it. I think it should be legalized. Um, but at this time, as a business and growing globally, we can't do mm -hmm. it. We can't do it with the different countries, with the right. laws. Because I want to be able to offer the same services to everybody across the right. board. I don't think that there's one person that is better or, or more deserving mm -hmm. or something of, of the service. But I want to just make sure that we're equal across the board. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, we're not offering any any services for full service sex workers. But I am speaking with lawyers in the U.S. and in Canada about one day incorporating mm -hmm. that and one day being able to offer services. I just want to do our due diligence um, and make sure we don't get anyone in trouble and making sure that we don't get ourselves in trouble. Yes. So <laughs> we're taking our time. <laughs> Which I think is a smart approach too because also like when you start a new business, it's always like the temptation of wanting to take everything on at the same time. But when you're dealing with two different countries at the, at the moment and possibly taking on like a third – like that's a lot because there's so much different legislation and laws and policies around sex work and types of sex work too. So you've got to be really, really careful with that. So I think yeah. you're doing a great thing. And you're not saying no, but you know, you're saying no right now, but maybe in the future. Yeah, I do hope in the future because I, I do believe that it should be legalized. I, I am pro-sex work. 100%. I think everybody, everybody – it's it's not my business to tell somebody what they can and can't do. Mm -hmm. I you know we respect everyone's hustle. It's just at this moment. Totally no, that's that's totally fine. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, let's switch this. So shift over the conversation over in terms of like your philosophy oh, on yeah. taxes and strategy. Um, 
sorry. Can you repeat that? Oh, out. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should we can switch the conversation over to like your philosophy on taxes, your strategy, um, when you believe that you know people should start filing their taxes or at least thinking about their taxes because a lot of times it's left to the last minute and then we're scrambling and procrastinating. <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to hear your input on that. Yeah, I think everyone operates differently. I know for myself, I want to get ahead of the curve because I do struggle with focusing. I do struggle with like sitting down and focusing. So for me, I have found that I work better at night and I work my best 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. And that's when I get my work done. Yeah, which is so wild. Um, But I think it goes back to my flight attendant days when I was a flight attendant and I would work the red eye. There we go. So, um, but yeah, I think you got to find out what works for you and you can't let society dictate, oh, wake up at 7 a.m. and that's when you're going to be the most productive and go for a walk and go for a hike and you should be doing this, this, this. Like, no, everybody has their own rhythm. Um, I think you start the earlier, the better. So depending on what you have, maybe you just have a T4, maybe you just have um, a sole proprietorship, maybe you have an LLC or a corporate corporation. Um, Just starting the earliest is better. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I started personally gathering all my information in November. Wow. Just, just but that's because I'm like crazy. <laughs> okay. Like I don't I mean that just works for me because I knew December was gonna be a busy month and then I knew January and just with launching. So I like I didn't want to launch a tax company and then also worry about my own taxes. <laughs> that so, makes sense. Um, yeah so I just started and I just started like honestly just printing off my corporate bank statements and just going through it and highlighting and just kind of rectifying and writing down what is this what is this what is this and just slowly going over it and I would do it at night and I would do it maybe for an hour and then two weeks later I'll do it for another hour and you just do it it's much more manageable if you do it just do it piece by piece yeah so so like my grandmother says she says Paige don't look at the full tree just take a branch by branch <laughs> and then it'll complete the tree. So, um, so yeah, I think just taking it piece by piece so you don't feel overwhelmed yes. and just giving yourself extra time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's always a good thing. Like for me, I, I have like a, a spreadsheet that I keep adding to and building oh, to and making notes. Yeah. So, and that's like my own process of trying to keep myself organized as much as I can, having a folder on like my laptop of you know what's going to be dedicated to certain areas, what things I can write off. Um, yeah all of my multiple streams and like trying to trying to stay on top of that as much as I can. (laughs) But I mean, that's great. And you have found a system that works for you. And I think everybody just has to find a system that works for them. It's not one size fits all like we've, we've talked about. Um, And they just, everybody has to just kind of figure out what works. Yeah. Like, I mean, this, I don't know if you can answer this question, but is there a certain amount of money that we should set aside for our taxes in terms of like a percentage of our income or like, because I've, I've heard that as well from like my accountant friends. I'm like, how much? Yeah. <laughs> how can you predict that? Yeah, so, um, I'm just going to, you know, say just for liability reasons, I am not a tax professional. I am not an accountant. I'm not a 
financial professional, but I have uh, curated a team of wonderful uh, professionals that can help you out and answer any questions. Um, and anything that I answer related to finance is just based on personal experiences or my friends or what I've seen. Um, again, I encourage all the listeners to speak with a professional, whether that's a Piper partner or whether it's somebody else, um, just to make sure that you're on the right track. I think, I mean, it ranges, uh, right? So going back to your question, so 30%. I've heard that number too. 30%, um, it really ranges, but the more you put away, the yeah. better. Yeah, just in case. because Right, just in case. <sighs> Just yeah. in case. And if you put away too much, that's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get yourself a nice a tax season. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because I think like a lot of people get like um, shocked when they get their return yeah, yeah. and we just want to try to reduce the amount of shock that goes through the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always, uh, yeah, it's always stressful around that. Yeah, time, definitely. Yeah. I mean, with that, like I think it's time to move over onto a few Q&A that came in from the audience and we can chat about this. Um, And I think a lot of people are probably wondering this as well, but a lot of work is tip-based. Are we supposed to claim all of it or just a percentage? Yeah. So by the CRA and IRS, okay, once again, I'm not a financial professional. I encourage that you seek a financial professional, (laughs) um, but in the eyes of the CRA or the IRS, um, all money is income. Right, right. So um, claiming your your tips is encouraged. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's it's almost like a good benefit too to do that, you know, especially if you have like bigger plans in terms of like, you know, purchasing your first home or making a big um, purchase on a car or something that like requires a lot of money. Banks like to see that. So exactly. Yeah. So it it all depends on what your goals are for the future, Mm -hmm. whether you want to open up a business, whether you want to own a house or properties or a car, like you said, Um, it's always better because, and I'll share a personal story quickly. Um, I grew up, uh, in poverty. So I did not grow up with the financial literacy that, you know, we need in this world. (laughs) And so I thought the idea when I, you know, at 18 years old, I thought the idea of success was owning your own house Mm -hmm. because my parents never owned a house. So I thought the way to financial freedom is real estate. Mm -hmm. So I saved a bunch of money. I worked every single day serving and then flying when I was a flight attendant. Um, and, saved up a deposit for a house and then you know the professionals are like no page it takes a lot more than just that that's just a piece of it um so yeah so that was like a a big realization for me and so that's why at piper we always focus on your goals and i always we always ask what are your financial Mm -hmm. goals and we kind of work backwards that way so we can set you that's up. That's awesome. I love that because, like, you want to set people up for success because, like, it's important to know, like, uh, what your goals are, where you want to go, where you want to put your money and stuff. And whether it's buying you know, a new purse or buying a home or something else, whatever it is, a, a trip that you want to save for, it's important to do that. And I, I think this person, they were a server too. So I know in serving, like, 
I think Standard was like saving 15% or claiming 15%, but I guess it doesn't work exactly the same way here. Um, it, it's advised to uh, claim more rather than less, right? So yeah, that's a good thing. So take note, listener. <laughs> Um, this one's, I guess, maybe similar, maybe a different stroke, but this person is asking, uh, what about donations from sugar daddies? Do we need to claim this as income? So this is a very gray area. Yes. Um, because in Canada and I can, um, in the U S there is a cap. I can't quite remember what it is. Maybe it's 15,000. Don't quite it. <laughs> There's a cap of gifts, um, and and then the sender actually starts getting taxed for it. Where in Canada, nobody gets taxed for sending gifts. So, and as of right now, that I'm aware, there's no limit. Mm -hmm. It's a very gray area. So, to be honest, I'm not too sure how to answer that. Um, That's okay. I, 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 I don't believe what I said. No, I, I, I think you are hitting the nail on the head here too. But like again, don't quote me on this either because yeah. I haven't been a sugar date, sugar dad, a sugar daddy. I haven't been a sugar baby. <laughs> I'm never gonna be a sugar daddy, guys. <laughs> Sorry for you be sugar mama. <laughs> it's been like quite a number of years since I've been a sugar baby, but I remember. I'm talking to some of my fellow sugar babies asking about uh, a similar question on this too. And because I am based in Canada, it was kind of the same thing as well um, that I heard there wasn't anyone getting taxed on that. So, but again, don't quote me on that because I'm not exactly sure if that's accurate. Um, I'll have to bring someone on to speak to that. I'll have to have a sugar baby episode or something. So I'm really sorry. Um, the last one here, um, is I started an OnlyFans last year. How do we do our taxes on this particular income? Yeah. So with OnlyFans, obviously it's huge. It boomed during the pandemic, which is amazing. Um, so in Canada, depending on the income, so it depends, maybe you do this full time, maybe you do this on the side, maybe you're a nurse and you do this on the side, whatever your business is. Um, I do, we do recommend a sole proprietorship, sorry, sole proprietorship. Mm -hmm. Um, You can do a corporation as well. Um, You basically have to convert, because the OnlyFans money is in US dollars and it's hitting your account in Canadian, Mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you account for all Canadian dollars. Okay. Um, And we have a few tips about this on our resources, on our Piper Pointers, on our website. Yeah, so we have some free resources there. Um, and then with a sole proprietorship, you can go through with deductions, i.e. Um, your equipment. So if you want to say your phone or webcam, mm-hmm. lighting, like ring lights, yes. toys, <laughs> maybe you're, you're not an adult only fans creator. That's okay. Maybe bikinis, mm-hmm. outfits, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so that's kind of like a high level of doing it. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's really, really great too. Cause you know, a lot of people hopped on OnlyFans within the past couple of years and there's just, I think they're just confused because the money is in U S dollars. But of course, when you, when you, uh, withdraw that money it does go into whatever currency that you are residing in. So whatever country you're residing in. So, 
you just have to claim that as such, I suppose. Is that, am I getting that correctly? So Canadian dollars. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, with this, because there's so many sites out there and there was like a whole thing with OnlyFans last year, um, as you might know, or maybe we might not know, but um, does this also apply to other fan sites too? So like Fansly, ManyVids, um, Just for Fans, stuff like that. Would it kind of be treated yeah. the same? Yeah, it's to be treated the same. Um, I have personally a lot of OnlyFans creator friends and cam girlfriends and all of them do have a sole proprietorship or a corporation that helps a lot with the write-offs um, as well as paying yourself right so if, if you do want to own that property you need to be able to pay yourself so it's putting yourself on payroll um, and then maybe it's like the first year you pay yourself three thousand dollars and then the second year a month, sorry, <laughs> a month. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the second year you pay yourself five thousand dollars um, and so mm-hmm. on so that is an important component again to your future goals right and i'm sorry we didn't really go over this um during the interview but we can probably just ask it now but what is the difference between a sole proprietorship and a corporation for those listening so, so yeah so uh we actually put down definitions in point form on our website i do encourage you to check that out under piper pointers for canadian creators um a corporation is a lot more <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's more expensive. right it it's similarly the same again I am not a financial professional but I have a team of the right yes. people um but a corporation is more complicated the fees associated are um more mm-hmm. and a corporation is treated as it's a whole different entity, entity. okay gotcha right it's a whole different, like it's separate to you. Does that make yeah. sense? Like it's, it's kind of its own little island. Yeah, for sure. So, like for those who are listening, like because I used to have a business a long time. Ago. I mean, I still have a business, but like I used to have like a cupcake business back in the day. Oh, yeah, I mean, I chose to go with sole proprietorship, but uh, some people will incorporate because um, if there's any like liability issues, you are not getting on the hook for that. Your company will be. They are treated, as you mentioned, as a separate entity. So. Yes, exactly. So, and we do go through that um, on our free resource page on our website, Um, And we go through the advantages and disadvantages. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I mean, what, well, since they're plugging links and stuff too. (laughs) No, that's, no, this is great. This is perfect. And that will be in the show notes, by the way, people. Um, Where can we find you? And like, um, if you want to plug any handles um any particular resources website twitter wherever where can we find you yeah so um we are at hello piper on everything so reddit discord instagram twitter we're on facebook (laughs) um and our website is www.hellopiper.com nice and yeah, that's that's kind of where you can find us. And um, if you have any questions, our DMs are always open. A ref will respond to you. 
um, pretty quickly. And we also have a chat box on our website. If they, if anybody has any questions, uh, we're pretty fast with responding on there too. Amazing. I'm going to be plugging all those links in the show notes below. So if you haven't clicked on any of those, be sure to like give them a follow, reach out if you have any questions. I think that 30 minute free consultation would be super, super helpful in determining what it is that you need uh, for your particular, I guess, your particular business. So this has been so, so, so insightful, Paige. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Everyone else listening, don't forget it's new episodes every single Sunday. It's Strip by Sia on Instagram, on Twitter. You could get at me at um, Sia Steph, which is my personal. And don't forget to like, rate, share, review, subscribe. And I'm still looking for some new patrons on Patreon because I give this podcast for free. So <laughs> these are free resources. It's over a hundred episodes. Um, we got some bonus episodes coming out real soon on Patreon as well. Again, exclusive video content and all that fun stuff. So be sure to subscribe. It's patreon.com slash strip by Sia. And that is it for today. Thank you so much, Paige, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And everyone else listening, good luck on this tax season. <laughs> yes, good luck. The dates are coming up. They are, they sure are. Thank you so much, Paige. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to Stripped by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, music by Ted D, graphic design by Maria Bellandarama, and photography by Ian Davern.